Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. I'm Leah Bross. And I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And this is Movie Virgins, a weekly discussion of our first times with movies. Each week, one of us is re-watching the film and the other is seeing it for the first time. This week, because, you know, it's the holiday season. Ho, ho, ho! We're talking about 2003 Bad Santa. Ho, ho, fucking ho! Fucking A. Fuck me, Santa! Fuck me, Santa! Fuck me, Santa! Fuck me, Santa! (laughs) Um, Yeah, right? (laughs) Like you've never said that before. Um, I definitely have a Santa fetish. I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it at all. I know you like you like pale, fleshy gentlemen. I do. That's once you throw a beard on and boom, (laughs) you go boom. Uh, Yeah. So my first time with this movie. Yeah. Don't totally remember shocking i know were you drunk off your ass no i don't really drink so. that's right you can't drink for shit yeah no fuck ever i can get high but i you, don't think i was high when you I... can't drink worth a shit this is exactly what he says in the movie yeah um i feel like i feel like i knew about this movie when it was coming out leading up to it but i don't remember seeing it in the theater so i think there's a good chance that i like saw it later you know on dvd which seems odd because for whatever reason, like I said, I feel like I knew about it the whole time. So maybe I did see it in the theater. Here's what I do remember. I remember that I fucking loved it. I remember I laughed a lot. And I remember that you ain't gonna shit right for a, a week. <laughs> or was it a month? It was I a think week. It's a week. It? Because later on, because Octavia then, Spencer says, I didn't shit right for a week. Yeah. And John Ritter, though, when he said it, he was like, he said, you're not gonna SHIT right for a month. Because when he said month, I was thinking like, I'm pretty sure it's a week. I think you're overestimating mm-hmm. a little. But regardless. Uh, yes. Love this movie. I do have a thing for inappropriate humor. Mm. Um, I think you share that. But we've talked about it before, sure, too. Sure, sure. Very Bad Things was, you know, mm-hmm. probably my first real big introduction to that that I absolutely loved. But fuck all, 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 of, all of them. All of the movies that are just filled with super inappropriate things that you should and especially if you include children and start saying and doing inappropriate things in front of children it just fucking cracks me up i love it i love it so much um the (laughs) it's weird watching it again i think this is one of those movies too where the first time you see it especially if you don't know much about it i mean obviously you can get from the title and if you've seen a trailer you know that it's about a deplorable santa <laughs> but i think watching it the first time there was a lot of humorous shock value like okay like i i don't feel like there were as many movies at at this time in 2003 that were quite so um irreverent okay in this way so 
I don't feel like I can totally recapture that on the rewatch. So I still really enjoyed it. I haven't seen it in years. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably like at least 10 years and it's only, what, 15 or so years old. Um, well, I guess more than that. 2003, fuck, whatever, 17 years. Um, yeah, so it was still a good rewatch, I think. But it does kind of miss that that absolutely shocking laugh out loud quality that right. I feel like I had the first time around. Which is fine. I, I mean, it, it was still, it still made me laugh. There was still absolute funniest part to me is the uh, the guy in the parking lot talking about her like, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And he's like, are you off your meds, man? And then he goes on the diatribe. He's like, look, motherfucker. <laughs> My brother lost a leg in Vietnam <laughs> fighting you motherfuckers. And this guy is obviously not Vietnamese. And that for some reason, that line that particular line there okay that he was in vietnam that my brother was in vietnam made me laugh harder than anything else and then it certainly seemed like he was, was trying, trying to yeah that whole scene that whole bit i was like what the fuck is happening it was it was i was confused by that i was oh, confused I about why the guy approached him because the, i the think vietnam he, thing really threw me i assume off. that he too has a santa fetish but hates himself okay. for it. the right. vietnam thing is just hilarious because it's so fucking out of left field and i think the other things so okay first of all billy bob thornton made for this role mm. i don't love him in general even though i can acknowledge that he is a great actor I, I wouldn't say that i necessarily seek him out or watch things for him he can be quite abrasive and irritating i think he just he can only do very specific things mm, i mean i've seen that there are, i think he has a decent amount of range but I think this is where he shines. Can you see him in a romantic comedy? I think he could pull it off. <laughs> I actually, I would love to see that because I feel like he actually could pull it off. Uh, <laughs> like a straight up romantic comedy. I like, feel like if he wanted to do it, I feel like he could. I honestly think that he is a really good actor. What about just just a romance? What about like a Richard Gere style Richard romance? Richard Gere style fuck like, like a, like a like, shall we dance like or something of, yeah like our knights in row dance like instead of richard gear you get billy bob <laughs> billy bob and what is that diane lane yeah <laughs> maybe maybe he's the ryan gosling character in uh in the notebook in the notebook. oh my god please remake that <laughs> or he's he's um james garner in the notebook right he's like the old man version of what was he doing like sitting on the beach crying about birds or something? I shit? don't fucking know. That was when I broke down in hysterical laughter right. in yeah. that particular As you film. Usually do in those kinds of oh, cuz it was so dumb. It was just fucking stupid. <laughs> the and, you know, she's gone. <laughs> but the, she said something about birds and their birds and she's like a bird be free and fly away my love. You probably had to read the book to really get it. Oh, I had to read the Nicholas Sparks book. Yeah, I have to read that book. So, so yeah, I guess, like, Billy Bob. So, you like Billy Bob. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not a huge fan, but I think he's great in this. I, around the time of this movie, too, love Bernie Mac. The Bernie Mac show. <laughs> I, I fucking love it. show. Oh, so good. And he, there's a, a chunk of, of time in here, too, where he's basically talking about, like, the whole the show, the Bernie Mac show, uh, most of it is kind of 
these damn kids today. <laughs> right. He does that, like, really kind of, like, surly, like, Yeah, and, like, you know. these little kids, they have no respect, and they don't know this, and they don't know that. And there's a chunk in here where he does that same thing. With and the it, kid, with the shoplifting kid? And it took me back, and I just fucking loved it so much. Um, I miss him. And then this was, of course, this was John Ritter's last movie, mm-hmm. too. And, and dedicated to him. Yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't know any of these people were in this movie. <laughs> I Octavia Spencer did not know at all. I mean, obviously she yeah. wasn't famous then, right. and I haven't seen this in many years. When she showed up, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> she showed up to just deliver that one line that, that she was hasn't great. shit right for a week, and then she was out. But yeah, uh, Lauren Graham, I always thought was weird in this, not in a bad way. Like she was, she was fine. That character it just is was, not fully formed. Let it's me put not, it that way. But the re- the only reason I thought it was weird i mean yeah okay so she's she's certainly not exactly fleshed out <laughs> um she's a bartender do... who fucks has a weird santa fetish but really likes kids which maybe that ties into the santa fetish a little bit maybe i don't know i gross. love that she likes kids but then there's that one scene where he's chewing on her underwear and the kid walks in and she's just like well hello there little boy like that's not really how you should in theory, interact with behave children in front of right children. cloris leachman oh my God. I'm going to make you some sandwiches. The you want me to make you a sandwich? <laughs> I just seen where they think she's dead. I thought she was dead. I don't know how that woman pulled that off. But then from the side, you could see her breathing. And so I was like, okay, she's definitely... Because she's a better actress than... She's... Cloris Leachman is a fucking national treasure. <sighs> World treasure. I love her so much. She's my favorite part of Spanglish, I believe. Just try it on. Just try it on. Yeah. But no, she's great in this. Yeah, right. especially John, considering she has basically one line that she repeats right. the whole time. And, and John Ritter, too. Like, he really, really did a great job of just... What did he say? Uh, he wanted me to take a ride on his fuck, fuck stick. stick. He can't, and he, but he can't say it. <laughs> he did. I do think he says fuck stick. Oh, I love to when he's talking about him fucking the woman in the big and tall section. <laughs> and he's like, but it's not... It's not that he would be with someone larger. It's not that. I'm not a sizist. It's not, you know, what you do in your own bedroom, and that's all fine. And he was so hung up on the fact that, like, it's a large woman, which I don't believe it was. I think it was Lauren Graham, but. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. It was obviously Lauren Graham. Yeah. It was obviously Even though her. you can't hear her Once going, he chanting, broke the seal on Santa. that, that's who he was going back to. That didn't stop him from dry humping a teen girl holding onto a pinball machine. No, of course not. But he was going to keep fucking the Lauren Graham That was character. just, you know, playful banter. Oh, was it? Playful physical banter. <laughs> sure. Hey. Sure. She wanted it. <laughs> it's that, uh, I laughed out loud a few times. I That was where I was the most, I think, disgusted. Because I think... As I was watching it, I was like, I should be more disturbed by this. That's I should what's, be more bothered by it. I think I'm just... That's what's great about this movie, though, I think, too, is, yeah, he has a little bit of heart, and you kind of get to see that, and, I, and it's good that they show that so that it's not a completely mm-hmm. useless character. Mm-hmm. But he is still, all along, a despicable He's person. A gross and I think there's, yes. there's an amount of... Um, you don't typically get to see that in movies. Like, the, the the thing to do, of course, would be to have this great character arc where he's completely reformed and turns out to be a really good guy and hates that he did all this. And you get a little bit of that, sure. But at the end of it, he's he's still a shithead. And I love that they just show, mm-hmm. this guy's a fucking shithead. And there's some really dark shit that happens. He tries to kill himself? They fucking kill Bernie Mac. They kill Bernie Mac, but he tries... He, yeah, he does a suicide. The, the killing of the, the death of that, of Bernie Mac's character was 
rough. Yeah. Like, that was cold-blooded. And then, but then, yeah, he's in the car. Billy Bob Willie's in the car, and he's got the fucking shit rigged up, and he's obviously just drunk off his ass, can barely move his... I, I know how it feels to be that drunk. You're just, like, numb, and you can barely move your mouth to and talk. And really, that's how you should be if you're gonna if kill you're gonna yourself in yourself. that way. And it's just so dark, and then the kid walks in, and he's like, hey, Santa, and it's just... What the fuck? And then you have that great moment where he's talking to his buddy, whose name I can't remember, but the guy who plays the elf, who's hilarious. Um, and he he's telling him, you know, I just beat up a bunch of kids and I feel really good about myself. I love that. I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to take a swing at a fucking kid. And there's always that thing in the back of my mind that says you can't do that. They're a kid. But you know what? That's ageism. That's ageism from society's perspective. They're mm-hmm. putting that on me. That just because this person is not above the age of 17 or 18, I shouldn't be able to hit them. Those motherfuckers deserve to get hit. That little blonde bitch deserved <laughs> what he got. Ah, I wish I could do that. Yeah, it w- and I think the only really redeeming character, like everybody in the movie, except for the Cloris Leafman character, who's obviously out of her mind. Everyone what are you talking about? Every. She's just sweet old granny. Everyone else in the movie is a shithead, except for the kid. I don't think uh, the bartender, she's not really a shithead. She just, she's she just like has a thing for Sandy Claus. Going to this guy's house where he's obviously squatting. This doesn't make her a shithead. I don't know. She's got questionable morals. I don't oh, sure, know how sure, sure. She, I don't know how she ended up with custody of And that kid. John Ritter, like he's. I guess he's not he's terrible. Just running the he's mall. Just, he's just kind of this mealy mouth, like weenie, you know. Well, he's he's just a regular guy. So, so you have this kid surrounded by just ass, just like assholes. Yeah. And he's well. Gl- remember also, his father's in prison, right? So. Exactly for embezzlement. So he's glommed onto this guy who he continues to call Santa. And the thing is, you don't really pick up. I think you sort of know that kid was incredible. You sort of know he knows he knows the real deal. He you know he's saying all this stuff about his mom's off with the angels and his dad. Mm. Where's his dad supposed to? He have was gone? climbing a mountain. I believe climbing a mountain somewhere. I think the kid the kid's not an idiot because at the end, well, he is. At the end, he gives him his his report card and he says that he's just he calls himself a name, like yeah. I'm just a piece of shit or whatever. Like and then Billy Bob's like. No, you're, you know, stop, you talk, you're going to talk about yourself like that? Um, I, I, the kid had to have known that Billy Bob taped his fucking advent calendar together and put like in a candy corn, which the disparagement of candy corn, that's another topic for another day maybe, Leah. but like we need to, Leah, that kid can go fuck. You know what, wait. Leah, <laughs> why don't you tell everyone what you think of as good candy? The candy corn is good. I like the sweethearts, the Brock sweethearts <laughs> with the little things on them. Um, you know, like the the strawberry candies that you get at your grandma's house with the wrapper that looks like, like a strawberry. It's got like a little jelly on the to inside. The <laughs> Delicious. Like, the like uh, two year old Werther's original you find the in Werther's your pocket. Original. I will not touch black licorice. I won't touch it. And I've had a whorehound candy and it was not good. A what? Whorehound. You know, what the fuck is that? I read about it in the Little House in the Prairie books, and I picked myself up some, and it tastes like ass. So don't eat it. I, I think would think like you molasses. would enjoy it. Then. I think it's just molasses. Yeah, you would think I would en- yeah. enjoy an old-fashioned candy. <laughs> yes, I would think that. Yeah. So, but I, the kid know. I think the kid knows where that like knows what's up, 
Um, and he's just trying to make the best of a bad situation, I feel. Yeah, I think he's a little bit not all there, too. <laughs> the questions. I'm like, my God. <laughs> that scene, I laughed out loud a couple of times. I, the first time I laughed out loud was when Billy Bob, or Willie, I guess, was in Miami. And he found, took the keys from valet, found the car, went to the house, broke in. Well, didn't break in. Keyed himself in. Mm-hmm. He's eating the turkey leg, gets to the toilet, uses it with the turkey leg, can't flush it, and then just, like, decides to drop the turkey leg in the toilet. <laughs> Laughed out loud. Also, when he come, when they end up going to Phoenix so that he can do this Santa thing again, and he starts to see the kids, and the kid walks up, and he's eating the ice cream cone and just, like, sneezes chocolate oh, ice God. cream all over him. Oh, I God. laughed. And then the very next kid asks for... Fraggle stick car? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Which is exactly what I said. <laughs> um, the best part about that, if you look in IMDb, that kid is credited as Fraggle stick kid. <laughs> so great. But every, every moment with him and Sherman, or Thurman, 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 every Thurman moment Merman. with him and Thurman Merman, so fabulous. When, when the kid finds him in bed after he's passed out with his bottle and he's showing him his advent calendar and he pulls it off and reads it to him and just Billy Bob is just just hung over as fuck and he's just listening to him and then the kid's like do you want the chocolate and he eats the chocolate when he makes them spam was it spam that he had fried yeah he, he was like if, you know if you fry this up it tastes like a hot dog slaps it on a piece of white bread and it's like it's like a tostada <laughs> Dump some salsa on it just, just, I, I, cu- I couldn't get over, I could have watched, just, I, I want to see a television series with just this guy and this kid, because it was so much fun to watch them together. Yeah, it, especially, like I was saying, the the questions, and the, the fact that the kid won't stop asking questions, he must be like half a tard, but <laughs> it is just hilarious, the the back and forth between them, you know, that, that first night there where... Willie just like collapses on the bed and he's snoring as though he's asleep and yet the kid is still going like can I can I get you something can I do that do you need this do you want this can I make you a sandwich he's like, he's no. like the fuck is with you no. and your sandwiches <laughs> but yeah but then he keeps answering the questions too right. when he even the morning with the advent calendar like climbs into bed with him climbs over him and then gets in the bed like he's so desperate for male attention or really probably any attention because grandma's like that he's just again glommed on to this yeah and i it's interesting to me because i feel like if he had gone and had been a regular mall santa he would have probably sat and sat in his lap and told him what he wanted um and he's this poor snot-nosed kid oh, it's so gross i know and and the santa would have said something and then but i think i think the Willie character just really kind of looks at this kid and he's like the fuck is wrong with you kid and yeah. then he actually starts talking to him and the kid's just like oh <gasps> somebody's talking to me, somebody is paying attention to me. It isn't just any old mall Santa who's like, okay, fine, okay, fine. Which is interesting because that's what Willie has done with all the other kids. He's just like, what do you want? Okay, go. What do you want? Okay, go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think there's also a part of him that, and maybe this is me reading too much into his character, but I he's obviously is suffering and we don't get a backstory of, mm-hmm. you know, what made him into this alcoholic, depressed person. But... I feel like he's also just bored with his life. Yeah. Like, he's gotten oh, himself yeah. into this state, 
and this is what he does every day and it's gotten worse but i, I think he's also just plain bored okay. and here comes this weirdo fucking kid who he's giving him something different <laughs> he's making things somehow interesting like wouldn't you kind of want to talk to him too and explore that a little bit i uh no i mean i'm, I'm but i'm not to the point where i want to kill myself like he, he is just a miserable piece of shit i do think that is another thing that i think is great about this movie too is they don't shy away from and they the it is a comedy it's all encased in being able to laugh at these horrible Mm -hmm. things but there are like to your point about the suicide attempt Mm -hmm. and the murder Mm -hmm. like there are some really serious dark shit but there are also little things that are very real and super fucking depressing like at the end of the day he pisses himself Because he's so fucking drunk that he just pisses all over himself even while kids are... And that is... Like, you can laugh about it in that, I guess it's kind of a joke if somebody does that. But, man, if you're so fucking drunk and out of it and so far gone that you just piss all over yourself, you're far gone. I mean, that's a big fucking deal. And here's this kid who... It's way past dark. It's like closing time at the bar. And he's just wandering around all on his own. Because his granny is the only one who's looking mm-hmm. out for him. And let's be honest, she's not looking out he, for him. He has like, to take care of himself. Right, right. There are all these little bitty things along the way that they're intertwined in the comedy so that you can laugh at them or laugh at the ridiculousness of them. But if you pull them out of that comedic sphere, they really are all just it's signs of a fucked up life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> really, man, I just... And this idea that they have, Willie and his... I need to know that guy's name. What is, what is his partner's name? I feel bad for not knowing because that guy's It was great. Skidmore. I, I don't know why I remember the Skidmore being his last name other than that's just a terrible name. His name is Marcus. It's Tony Cox playing Marcus. And so he is partnered up. Marcus and Willie have partnered up with, of course, uh, Marcus's wife, who is wonderful, walking around the mall deciding what she wants to have stolen at the end of it she's so she's i think like the grossest character of she all really, she really is but it's it's a genius idea they have and it's been working for years right and i'm surprised that they haven't gotten closer to getting caught um but that they like at, when they were robbing the Segura square mall great name um I was thinking, this is perfect. It's Christmas. Nobody's going to check this place out. Nobody's coming around. Everybody's in bed for the night. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas Eve. It's I, I can't get over how genius it is. And then he is somehow has this talent for cracking safes. Like, what a great skill. It does make you want to know so much more about the past. Like, they've mm-hmm. been doing this for years. How did these two meet? How did they get started? And obviously, okay, so Marcus clearly is kind of the brains of the operation in terms of figuring out where we're going to go, how we're going to do it. Like in this particular mall, what we have to do to make this work. Right. But he doesn't make it seem as though the only reason why, you know, we got together to do this is because you can break safes. Mm -hmm. It it feels like there's a history there that Mm -hmm. we don't get. And he says at one point, like, this drinking shit, you know, it's worse every year. Every year you get worse and worse and worse, which of course makes you think that maybe he wasn't always like this. Um, I, I, Yeah, it does make me really curious about that history. Like, how do you come up with that idea? How do these two right. people find each other and make it work? And I do feel like they just plain got lucky with John Ritter, mm. who was <laughs> too nice of a guy to fire them. Right. Because let's be real, 
should have fucking been fired. And I think that's, of course, what Marcus is so concerned about and why he ends up saying, like, this is fucked and you're you're right, done. Right. Because I can't use you anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you can't. So it, I, I want to see, I want to see those first couple years when he was probably a good mall Santa. Like, you would almost you have think to be. so? I think he probably kept it together in More. the beginning. Because otherwise it would have all fallen apart in the beginning, I would imagine. That's true. I mean, it didn't fall apart. You're right. They have John Ritter as the guy running the mall, and obviously he's not, he, he can't handle it. And then I guess you could say they got lucky in that Bernie Mac's character doesn't want to turn them in. He just wants to cut, which right. that was another genius Ugh. moment when they're they're making the deal. I and he just it. keeps saying, half. It, half, half, that's right, half, half. And then Marcus just keeps going and up, up and up and up. And 48. Up. He's like, 49. <laughs> half. You know, like just, just. It was perfect. But also Marcus just being like, Willie, I got this. I got this. <laughs> no, he doesn't got it. Um, well, I guess in the end he did, but. You know, and the whole, the setup for killing the Bernie Mac character, like, that Bernie. In my mind, too, that was. I feel like that that's was a where... little loose because you don't, you don't think that the Bernie Mac character would have realized or not, like, not trusted them. I don't know that he would have thought that they were going to smash him between the two cars, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, that was where the movie took the darkest turn. When they commit that murder. Yeah. And I mean, that sounds kind of obvious. Like, yeah, I think murder typically is a dark turn. <laughs> when it really took it over the edge. <laughs> right. But up until then, I-, I love dark comedies. And it was still a dark comedy up until that point. But once that happened, it was kind of, it, it did leave me feeling a little bit gross. Like it was mm-hmm. almost like, oh, maybe it's hard to laugh about this part. Like maybe this was a bit too much. And then, of course, when he pulls the gun on on Willie and is like mm-hmm. telling me, I, I kind of understand it, but it also feels kind of gross. I didn't, like they set it up perfectly. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. realize that they were going to do that to Willie and, and try to kill him. And of course, then the cops show up, which... How did the cops know? I don't. I Who tipped don't. him off? Like it just feels like a Dusex Mackin type thing, like where he's just like, okay, well, we're gonna resolve this by having the cops show. But I do love the fact that they are shooting at him. Yeah, even and, though he's completely unarmed. And I did have the thought, fuck, I'm such an asshole. I did have the thought of like, man, they probably should have cast a black man in this role because then it would make sense that they're oh shooting at him God. while he's unarmed. Yeah, that would have been. That's. I mean, it's dark, but that would make it even darker. No, but he even said at the end that that was how he got out of all of it. Right, was, uh, because he wasn't armed. Yeah. And he had written that letter, right? He wrote the letter yeah. for the suicide, and that was basically pointing to his yeah. partner as the mastermind. But I guess the other thing about that is, I guess he did say in the moment, the damn kid. Like, he wanted to blame the kid for calling the cops. But the kid, he, I doubt the kid knew what was really going on there. I don't know how that I don't was. think he would have known about, yeah. well, unless he read the letter. So Did you read the letter? You know what? It's yeah. funny. Like, we're talking about this now, and I realize, even though I've seen this movie several times, I don't have a fucking clue. I never yeah. really thought about it. I just have so much fun with the fun parts. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a little bit of a, a hole. But at any rate, it, it is, it is, uh, that ending was unexpected for me. Um, and that I love that the courts were just like, oh, you have a random bartender who would like to stay and take care of this right. kid? sure we'll let her go there um him in that car chase and then getting to the house and climbing out of the the window and trying to get there to give that's i think the thing that so the willie character is fully fleshed out and he's fully formed and he's you know good and bad and he somehow bonds with this kid 
and he wants to get him this he got him the wrong thing by the way because the kid wanted a pink elephant and then he said he wanted a purple elephant and i was like take Take both both. right why i don't every time i see it i'm like just fucking grab two you have two hands you could get all of them if you wanted like there's just like anyway just, wouldn't it be cute if the kid woke up on Christmas morning and was just surrounded by pink and purple elephants? That'd be great. Um, he doesn't want to spoil them, probably. So that they've taken this beloved character of this Father Christmas character, he's Santa Claus. Father Christmas. And they've turned him into a complete and total just shit. Like, they've just taken this wonderful emblem of this holiday and just shit all over it. I mean, that's what happens when you sleep with Mrs. Claus's sister. I guess. Just turn into a real fucking asshole. You know, so they, and they've still come out on the right side of things. It's, it's, the end is silly because, of course, he's in prison. Or, no, he's not in prison. He's in the hospital and he's writing the kid. And what does he say? What does the shirt say? Fuck. There's something about, like, not, I don't, yeah, I don't even remember. Well, we are not doing a very good job for this film. Well, that's not what resonated with me, Leah. Oh, okay, what the shirt said. But, that he's. Still a crappy human being who humps teenage girls on pinball machines. Yeah, and that ain't going to stop. take either. all of his, I'm going to call it prize money, all of his, the money that he has prize stolen money. and then go to Miami and just live this hedonistic bullshit life in this just shithole apartment where he's taking strippers home. Um, I mean, what would do? Do we really think he's going to get out of the hospital and live happily ever after with his kid? In this there is a bad Santa, too. Okay, then I guess I need to see it. Yeah. I remember seeing it. I'm almost positive I saw it. And clearly it made no impression on me because <laughs> I don't remember what happened at all. Despite being pretty sure I saw it. So It's just such a... Is Grandma spry? Is... <laughs> no. But she'll make you a sandwich. I do wonder if anybody else could have done this. I was looking... Like, it looked like an IMDb. There were lots of... Potentially other people who might have been cast. I do think there are others who could have done it and it would have been good. But man, Billy Bob fucking nailed it. Says Jack Nicholson read the script. I think with Jack Nicholson, it just would have been a weird, scary Santa. Yeah. Like a mafia Santa? No. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's something just inherently creepy about Jack Nicholson. So Bill Bill Murray, well, so Jack Nicholson decided to do something's got to give, or he was committed to that already. Which is probably a good choice. Yeah, I I love him in that. I love that movie. Exactly. Um, Bill Murray was signed on but dropped out for Lost in Translation, so. Well, big mistake there working (laughs) with her. But but I will say I think if Bill Murray did it, it, he wouldn't, I don't think that he could have been as bad of a Santa. Like more kind of mopey suicidal down on your luck but Mm -hmm. i don't know if i could see bill murray throwing all the fucks around i did rent the unrated version which apparently furthers the record for the most profanities in a christmas film including 170 uses of fuck 74 uses of shit 31 uses of ass 10 uses of bitch and one use of bastard in variable forms cool it's really sweet cool 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 Larry David was considered for the role of Willie. That would just be, a, a, like, mopey. I don't. Even. I don't. I don't. I don't even know why they would have even have thought of him. Well, and I also, don't know and apparently also, in the, De Niro in the and Gandolfini. I feel like they were going you in know a mafia what, direction. What about uh, Bad Grandpa? Okay, fair. So yeah, De Niro was. He, he a lot did of fun kind of that. pull that off. Yeah, he was kind of still a different off. sort of sort of different mm-hmm. character, though. I think that was Bad Grandpa was a lot more fun. 
uh, Bad Santa, and I think it probably is a testament to, to Billy Bob, is more sad. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> that negotiating scene at the end when Bernie Mac says, it's Prick's Fix. <laughs> Prick's Fix. That's what it looks like. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> That's exactly how it's spelled. Um, yeah. I also was thinking about when he was in Miami and he was behind the bar. I thought he was a bartender, but then you, they flip it on you and he's just back there stealing drinks. Um, and then later on you see Laura Graham as the bartender. I feel like I'd be a really good bartender. I actually think I'd like it quite a bit. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. You don't think I'd be a good bartender? I don't know. What can what kind of drinks can you make? I mean, I would learn. I was a barista for a while. I knew how I figured all that out. Like, oh, okay. it can't be that hard. I don't know. You don't want to be a bartender? Um, I thought about it when I was younger, but no. You thought about it when you were younger. Like, when you were in the fourth grade, you were like, I wonder if I'd make a good bartender. Not fourth. Like, maybe, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade. Something like that. Like, I, I feel like I could do this. No, yeah, when I was like six years old and I first saw Cocktail, I definitely, (laughs) definitely thought that. Is that when you first saw Cocktail? Uh, I was young enough that I don't really remember the movie, like what happened. Oh my (laughs) god, no. I I don't know, seven, eight maybe? Never seen it. Something else I thought while I was watching this was how much I miss the mall. Yes, I (laughs) wanted to talk about that. Uh, They, I thought they did such an amazing job and I wonder if it was... I guess, you know, being in hindsight, living in 2020 now where mm-hmm. uh, malls aren't really a thing. Like, we have some, but they really aren't a thing anymore. You know, they're shutting down. Um, and it, I wonder if as they were making this, when they captured mall life, if they ever thought that it would be kind of a... Ended up being sort of a time capsule mm-hmm. homage to what mall life was. But the little snippets of... The fucking teenagers at their kiosks or in the food court mm-hmm. just st- standing there being bored as fuck, you know, waiting for some stupid customer and, like, everybody just being over it and, over oh, in the service industry, but who gives a shit? And the liveliness of them all with everybody coming through and, oh, my God, the mother with her kid coming up to him in the food court mm-hmm. and being like, look who it is, it's, it's Santa. Santa. Now, I don't think I would have had his reaction, but... <laughs> I'm also sober. If I had not been sober, because in my mind, the words that came out of his mouth would be exactly what's playing in my brain. Yeah. Want a fucking break. So I can't say, like, you know, that's why I'm thinking maybe back in the day he was able to control himself a little bit more, and then he just got progressively more and more drunk, and, and then that happened. But anyway, I feel like I've seen people like that in the mall, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just go around and do whatever the fuck you want and, like, talk to whoever the fuck you want. Leave people alone. Why was he eating a salad? I thought that was great too, right? He doesn't eat salad. It was such a weird choice, (laughs) but I love it. Didn't make it, because that's... Do you think he made, maybe he actually thought this is counteracting. Like, for example, me, I work out, and then, like, today, I worked out for about an hour and a half. On my Fitbit, it was, like, right at 700 calories, right? Oh, my God. And then what do I do later? I go... And drink a giant frappuccino. You did drink a giant frappuccino. Because that's how I function. So maybe he's like that too. Like, you know, I'll, I'll drink a couple <laughs> bottles of tequila <laughs> or whatever the fuck. To keep it but healthy. I'll have a salad. It'll all even out. 
it just was really, it just struck me as wrong that he would be eating a salad. Watching him eat the salad was entertaining. Yeah. Like, shoving the lettuce in his mouth. And um, I really, what resonated for me most with with his character, I think, was when he just went ham on that advent calendar because he was so wasted because i could totally see my drunk self being like oh yeah fuck this just like ripping it open and like shoving the chocolate in my mouth i don't think i would even need to be drunk i've been that frustrated with things (laughs) without being intoxicated in any way i've just been like fuck you give me what i want he did that with something else too there was something else where he just lost his shit and started screaming like you know, fuck you this and fuck you that. And it was just something that was frustrating. (laughs) I don't remember what it was now, but it was something that I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. But I, the mall, I'm not a mall person. Like, I don't like to go to the mall and hang out. Like, I haven't done that since I was a kid. And I've definitely lived in town. Well, yeah, but did you do it when you were a kid? Nobody does it now. Well, I've definitely lived also in smaller towns where the only good place to hang out is the mall. So that's all you got. Mm -hmm. Um, So even as as an adult being like, what are we going to do? It's Sunday. I guess we'll go to the fucking mall again. You know, like, what the fuck do you got? Do you want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond? It's like, oh boy, here we go. So now that we're in the midst of this pandemic and and like you just, it's not safe to do that. And yeah, malls have kind of been dying for a while. Yeah, it's not even just the pandemic. Exactly. The mall at Christmas. Like that's, yeah, that's when you like it. There is something about as long as it doesn't get too crowded. So, I did you ever work at the mall during Christmas? I've never worked at the mall, no. But I have been at West County Mall in the throes of the holiday season, and it's fucking a nightmare. I, w- I won't go to West County Mall. Yeah, it's bad around the holiday There's season. To park, and I had and friends it's just who crowds of people. I had friends who worked there around. They don't. They weren't even allowed to park on the premises. Mm. They would have to park at a different parking lot, yeah, and like there shuttle. were shuttles that would take them to work. That's fucked up. Yeah. So I worked at Chesterfield Mall through a couple of Christmases, I guess. R.I.P. Uh, I think technically they're still there. No. American Girl Store is gone. The Cheesecake Factory. No, no, Factory. I'm not saying they're surviving. I'm just saying the I think Cheesecake Factory still is there. there. Next, the theater is still there. That's it. No, there are other stores. Well, I mean, granted, I don't know now with the pandemic, too. Anyway, I worked there and arguably not nearly as crowded as like yeah, the West I County preferred Mall. shopping there. I love Chesterfield Mall because it wasn't as crowded. Now, in the end, they <laughs> didn't make any money, right. and there that's why. There was a reason why, why it was that <laughs> right. really closed. Yeah, but even even then, I still had to park like on the complete opposite side of the mall, way way back mm-hmm. in the way back employee parking, which first of all is also kind of dangerous. Not that yeah. I was ever worried about that, but right. you know, but in at theory, night, yeah. yeah, being like a sixteen year old kid, seventeen, eighteen, whatever I was. Um, and then you have to walk all the way across the mall and I, I just, everybody infuriated me. I remember the worst fucking thing in the world, these fucking women, these fucking women who would bring their children to the mall, like their little kids. And then they would put all of their bags in the stroller and like have these little toddlers walking next to them. And I'm trying to fucking get to work. And your little shit ass kid is in the way and you don't even seem to give a shit because you have your little cart filled with all of your little bags instead of putting your your kid in the stroller, which is what you're supposed to do so that you can actually move. No, no, I just fucking hate them. I hate them all. West County moms are the fucking worst. You hear that, West? I hope no West County moms listen to this podcast. I don't know. I don't care. There's there's a whole other listener gone. There's one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she knew. She knows. Bye. Goodbye. Sayonara. Yeah. yeah. Fucking worst. <laughs> it's funny because you like this movie and it's like, you are Willie. Like, you are that guy. I think if I, if I just 
went ahead and became an alcoholic, which I've thought about yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, the real reason is because I don't like getting sick and, and alcohol makes me feel sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, you really don't have the stones for it. I know. Like if, but says, if I just you can't drink worth a shit. Yeah. If I just bit the bullet and went with it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't think alcohol is your drug of choice. I don't know. It, it doesn't it doesn't work with my, my sensitive yeah. stomach. I feel like it's no good. gluten is more your drug of choice sugar sugar yes exactly caffeine caffeine even though you said caffeine doesn't really affect you uh caffeine affects me oh okay. it just affects you just me you don't in, need it you don't in, feel like addicted to it right, right. okay it kind of fucks me up okay. but i yeah i haven't found my drug yet i guess i i really should get started on that i feel like it could end up being something really weird and hard to get like acid or something i'm starting to think this whole work from home thing it's getting really old so if I start trip some like take some acid before a meeting and just I think that might help. <gasps> Leah, think of the ideas we it's could come true. up with. You'd probably have some really great ideas. Whew. You could microdose. I've thought about microdosing doing that now. And I've thought about it for a while because of the anxiety too. Yeah. Like legitimately thought about it. I mean it. lots of people are doing it and yeah. like it's I don't know if it's legal, but I don't think it fucks you up at all. Mm, it shouldn't. No. I mean it's a microdose. It's micro. It's micro. It's tiny. Billy Bob Thornton, I really haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff, like, and uh, I haven't seen Sling Blade. Do you know what? I'm almost positive I saw it. I know I saw it, but I don't really remember it. But but when I think of Billy Bob, the thing that I always think of is his relationship with Angelina Jolie and, and how the they blood. had those vials <laughs> of each other's blood that they would wear, and I just feel like in real life, he's just this fucking just stone cold weirdo, and I and I get behind it. Like, that's passion, man. I don't even know if he really is. I don't. The only thing I know about his real life is their relationship. And I don't know how much of that was real and how much of it was, let's was, put on a show. I think that shit was real. I think it was probably to an extent. But I also think both of those people I mean, you like seen, their privacy and would probably very well put on a show for people just to get them to leave them alone. You've seen, um, fuck, what was it? Uh... Mm-hmm. monsters ball right monsters ball yeah i've not seen that. monsters ball fucked me up granted i was on <laughs> speaking of drugs i was on medication at the time <laughs> pain meds so i think that contributed to the fuck it up yeah um, i don't know there's a lot of I shit mean, in here like armageddon I, you've seen yeah armageddon. i remember him in armageddon i mean i haven't seen mr woodcock i haven't seen the other i just haven't seen any of this shit i haven't seen the astronaut farmer just none of it i haven't seen friday night lights Apparently he was Davy Crockett in the Alamo. Yeah, the Alamo was not great, but I saw it. He oh, that's right. I knew I'd seen him where he played the president. He's the president in Love Actually. I knew I I I remember I recalled that. Um. Yeah. No. That's it. I I haven't seen I haven't seen any of this shit. So and you haven't watched any of um. Fuck Fargo the the series Fargo. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you saw the movie Fargo. Yes, I've seen the movie. Okay. Yeah, he was great in Fargo. Sling Blade, I feel like, is what a lot of people know him from. Yeah, well, that was his breakout role. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I just always, I wanted to bring up the blood the blood vials because that. Because you love it? I like it. <laughs> I, you know, at the, at the time, I think I was just like, this, is sh- this shit is weird. It's kind of like how I feel about Dennis Rodman. At the time, I was like, this attention-grabbing whore like get you know whatever nobody I still cares. feel that way about Dennis but, Rodman. but i'm like you know he kind of just let his freak flag fly and i know. don't think but i don't think that he was i think he was doing it to, get, he was attention. Doing it to get attention yeah i think it was just him 
Ah, I think he's doing it to get attention. Um, and those people just grind my fucking gears. Let's see. Those I, people. Those attention getters. Those people. Um, I did have some burning questions for you. Mm, much joy. Um, Mall Santas takes. Uh, I don't. I mean, it's all kind of weird to me. You definitely saw Santa when you were a kid, right? Yeah. I wouldn't I, sit in Santa. Like, I was scared of. Like, I remember going to see the Easter Bunny and losing my shit. I'm sure I was scared because I was a skittish kid. Like, mm-hmm. a really shy kid. But I don't think... We don't have any pictures of me crying around Santa. I think we had my my Aunt June, who's actually my dad's Aunt June. Um, she would have a big Christmas party every year. Mm-hmm. And Santa always came. And it was like a huge, huge Christmas party. And we would sit around and she would play her accordion and we would sing Christmas carols. And wow. yeah, I know. It was like legit big German family. Okay. <laughs> like all of the German cookies were out and we were in her basement with the paneling, like the old like 70s paneling. Um, and yeah, and she would play the accordion and um, and Santa came every year and he was like a, a legit Santa. I don't know. I'm assuming that he was probably a friend. I doubt that she hired him, but I do remember seeing Santa there every year. And I know we went to go see mall Santas. I do remember my mom saying the one time that they went downtown to take us to like the real mall Santas, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the big ones. Cause mm-hmm. we're going downtown. There were two different lines. And my mom said that there was one line that was really long. There was one line that was really short. So she was like, well, fuck this. We're going to get in the short was line. Was it the Black Santa? It was the Black Santa. And to this day, my mom will be like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Why? Do you really have a problem with Black Santa? The line was so much shorter. He was great. We got great pictures. What's wrong with you people? So signs of St. Louis, I yeah, guess, there. for sure. I don't remember... I don't remember believing in Santa. So my belief in Santa was always like, maybe it's because I'm a skeptical person and I was kind of a skeptical kid too. I always had the impression that, and to this day, I kind of feel like maybe Santa does exist. We don't know. There's no proof that he doesn't. So even as a kid. Santa, God. Like even as a kid, I was like, I know that this old man isn't, flying around the world like i Mm -hmm. i thought maybe he would go to visit kids who needed him okay but i knew that my parents were putting the presents presents under the the tree tree. like i don't remember and maybe when i was really little i thought that santa did Mm -hmm. but i don't remember ever thinking that i remember thinking yeah my parents are giving me presents and that's why i need to make a christmas list and in my mind santa was real but i didn't believe that the mall santa was santa and that was i think just by virtue of they're everywhere and i think i got that from like movies and tv too Mm -hmm. you would see different santa clauses and it's like well all of these people can't be santa so probably none of them are which would make sense too because let's be fucking real it's the busiest time of the year and he's just gonna go and like sit in a chair for eight hours a day but really but kids don't know i mean like they're just they're little clueless monkeys like they're just like Oh, it's Santa. They don't know. I don't give a fuck. I certainly don't. I I remember believing in Santa, but I can't remember having a big reveal. I feel like it just happened naturally. I don't. I don't remember anybody telling me. No. Yeah. You know, I did have a friend whose youngest brother, like mom, wanted him to continue believing in Santa. So don't tell him. He 
Santa's... She was holding on to it. <laughs> I think so. And then I think he, he... Some kid at school told him, like, when he was 12. But to think that he went that long is amazing. Yeah. Like, unreal. Yeah. And I do remember having this moment of clarity, like, looking at the package. And my mom, she would wrap presents in different stuff. Because even after we knew Santa wasn't real, we would still have Santa presents. Oh, we still do. Yeah. I'm 38 years old, yeah, and I'm still, still going to get Santa something presents. from Santa. But and I give them to the, the dogs. Mm-hmm. They get presents from Santa, too. Right. But I know that she would write, she would use different wrapping paper, and she would write in a different handwriting. Like, it would maybe be in all caps or something so, yeah. to try to hide that it was her, but... Yeah. Man, my dad will still, my dad will on all of the presents write different random shit. Like it's always <laughs> like a, he'll, he'll give a present to my mom and it'll be like to Mrs. Claus from Mr. Claus mm. or he'll sign it from one of ran, some random elf mm. or something. So even to this day, I think, I think that was, maybe that's why there was never like a big reveal because I think there was always the idea or the realization that in my family we just kind of had fun with it and it was yeah. just you know I don't know yeah. I don't know I I, I I did what's up with the sitting in the lap on like what's up with sitting in Santa's have you lap? ever done that as an adult sat in Santa's lap one year my sister and I went to the mall and took a picture it was when I was in college of I, both of us sitting in Santa's lap yeah. one on either leg and gave it to our mom as a joke which is cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I remember doing that in high school a couple of times, mm-hmm. too, with friends that we would go. And, and of course, you never do it. Like, you always do it knowing it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Which is really funny to me that you would play into the creepiness. But it is funny and kind of cute, even though it's kind of creepy. There is 100% Santa fetishism. Mm. I, you know it exists. And... Good fuck for me Santa. Fuck me Santa. Fuck me Santa. Fuck me Santa. Good for good for people who are into that. I guess it's a nice, clean fantasy, if you ask me. The best Santa picture that we have ever had in my family is great. Uh, Lois and Bill, who were friends of my parents, I think mm-hmm. my mom worked with Lois for a while, and then when we had the store, um, she worked there for a little bit, and. We did, at the store, we did photos with Santa for like animals, right, mm-hmm. for pets. And it, Lois and Bill had played, like, Santa and Mrs. Claus for, like, decades. They would go to children's hospitals and different, you know, charities and stuff. And so they had legit costumes. And Bill was the fucking perfect Santa. <laughs> like, he looked great. We have a picture of him with Bibi, our blue and gold Aww. macaw. And she is just, like, sitting on his lap perfectly looking right at the camera and he is in front and we have the big christmas tree behind him and he's like looks just like santa it's the best picture it is just the best picture i every year want a picture like that like they they're a good picture that we have with the three dogs with him too Mm -hmm. um man i just yeah it's the best that and ties with Rolo, Ty's yeah, picture Rolo with, with Rolo. the Santa, yeah. Oh my God, it's three pictures in a row, and the first one, the dog just looks like horrified, wide eyes. What the fuck is this? And then the next one, his mouth is wide open, like he's screaming, "Oh my God!" <laughs> and then the third one, he just looks like dazed. Oh, poor Rolo. It's so good. He's a good boy, and I feel like anybody who's playing Santa, except for Willie, who's a piece of shit, they they've got to be really special people. They gotta want like so. Our coworker, if we were in the office every year, her dad will come as Santa, right? That's her dad? 
I'm pretty sure, yeah. I thought it was just a friend. I thought it was her dad. Oh, I thought it was her friend. I'm pretty sure it's her dad. Really? I'm almost 100% positive it's her dad. I was pretty sure it was her friend. Okay. Well. Some guy she knows. Yeah. Either from birth or something else. <laughs> right. But she'll always ask, like, is it okay if Santa comes? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We're adults. Sure. But it's fine. We got our pictures taken with him. I feel like you weren't in the picture there was a year that yeah i wasn't there because he comes for like he comes and he's in and he's out yeah. so if like i'm in a meeting i, I think I'm, i probably missed him last year i really hope he shows up on a team's meeting right i think it would be great if he showed up on a call this year just kind of popped in yeah um but i do think it's great that she's she's like can, I, can santa come and i'm like yes like it's fun to have like it's just a fun thing yeah um so yeah uh, I thought we might talk about our favorite christmas or holiday movies since this is like our christmas episode sure Go for it. Uh, I was thinking about this all week, and I think my number one favorite holiday movie is Scrooged. That's a good one. And it's been years since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, but it is it is amazing. It's funny. It's, it's irreverent in a lot of ways. Yeah. I like this, the way that they tell, like, that. that's a story that's been told a million times, right? Um, of the, uh, what is it? What is that? Well... It's the Charles Dickens story. Right. What's it called? I'm blanking. Ugh. Not having a good weekend. <laughs> wow. I'm going to type Charles Dickens in. I had too much coffee and sugar. Yeah. Um, a Christmas so, Carol. A Christmas Carol, Fucking yeah. A. <laughs> so that story's been told a million times. I really like It's this. really sad, too, because I was just thinking of a Muppet Christmas Carol. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, so I just fun. really like that telling of it. And I don't like a lot of traditional, like, I'm not going to even call them sappy, like, you know, like, my mom really, she got me a wonderful life because I think she really liked it. I haven't seen a lot of, the, I haven't seen Meet Me in St. Louis. I haven't seen White Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I gotta pick Scrooge. That, like, if I could watch a movie every Christmas, I do like A Christmas Story. I oh, think yeah. that's a great movie. A Christmas Story, it, I mean, they put it on every Christmas Day, and it's fucking on in our house yeah. all yeah. day Christmas that Day. That was one and of my would, dad's absolute favorites. I would, in a heartbeat buy it and play it on my own if yeah. they stopped playing it because yeah. it just should it is a great movie yeah. it is a great movie and i love <laughs> i love watching it just christmas day i won't watch it any other time just mm-hmm. on christmas day. and a new favorite that i'm thinking about buying this year that i'd forgotten about it's a krampus uh, it's krampus <laughs> i do love krampus it's so good that's a good one so yeah, yeah, what about you? I think Krampus will show up. Uh, <laughs> maybe. I do have to make cookies still. I, oh, well, I have to make one. those special fucking take forever roll out Christmas cookies yeah. that I then have to the icing. break my neck decorating. Yeah. So so I need to queue up some movies. I'm glad you're making them with such, so much love and, and joy. It's just such a pain in the ass. <laughs> last year I made them. The, the movie that I watched while making them last year was... Um, Ah, fucking Netflix, Scorsese. Oh, shit. The really long uh, one. Irishman. Yeah, the Irishman. Irishman. I took the day off work and started the Irishman at like 9 a.m. and made, made cookies. cookies. And anyway, um, it's Elf. It was. Oh, it, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that would be up there for me, too. I did have been... the world's best cup of coffee today. You did, and it was good. <laughs> I think it's gone in... in different you know parts of my life of course there have been different movies so um christmas vacation was always a favorite when i was a kid oh it's so good when i was a kid that was a favorite in our in our household like my Mm -hmm. parents both love it too so we would definitely watch that every year um and a muppet christmas carol 
just love so much. So when I was a little bit of an older kid, like eight, nine, ten, that was probably my favorite. Christmas story we just talked about is is always great. I agree with you. I'm not really into the sappy ones. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see It's a Wonderful Life until just a few years ago. Wow. Every time it had come on, I would turn the station because I'm just I'm just not interested. And I finally watched it a few years ago, and I can acknowledge it's a good movie. It's a really good movie, yeah. But it's, it's not, not something I want to turn on and watch again and again and again. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Elf hits just right for me. I saw that in the theater, I think a couple of times. I'm pretty sure at least two or three times. Um, and it's just one of the, I, I mean... It's hard for me to say with Will Ferrell what my favorite movie is between Elf and Step Brothers. <laughs> but I feel like if there's one thing that they both share, aside from being Will Ferrell, the quotable lines oh, yeah. are just so fucking amazing. And there is something, Elf makes me feel good. Yeah. Like, Scrooged is a fun watch, but it doesn't necessarily make me feel good. And oh, A Christmas I always, Story. I always feel good at the end. Do you? <laughs> yeah, when he's like... He's looking at the camera and he's like, you can turn it around. Like, well, you know, we can all have... Like, he just kind of loses his shit. But yeah, it's yeah. Bill Murray, so yeah. But it does... Elf is very much a feel-good movie. Yeah. And and in a good way... Like, I think there are, are movies... Uh, well, I mean, kind of like what you said with Scrooge. Like, he's literally telling you mm-hmm. <laughs> you can turn it around. That kind of shit doesn't resonate with me. But you take a really sweet, kind-hearted elf and you believe that he is a completely unjaded sweet and kind-hearted mm-hmm. person because of course he was raised at the north pole right so i totally How buy could he not be yeah i totally buy this guy um and th- i think that's it that like i i believe it makes me believe that people can be good mm-hmm. and it's just really funny mm-hmm. and fucking weird <laughs> it's it's so weird in such a good way yeah. um bob newhart <laughs> as Papa Elf. I feel like a good Christmas movie, like there are some that are like musicals, but I feel like a good Christmas movie, there needs to be music. Singing of some kind. And you have it in Scrooge and you have it in Elf. Um, yes. I, I never really thought about that. I don't know that I I've feel ever like, thought that you need that. I feel that. like Christmas and music have to go together in some way. Yeah. Because there are Christmas songs that yeah, we all know, that are. we all, you know. Die I mean, Hard. How do you feel about Die Hard? So I only, I saw Die Hard for the first time I don't know, like seven or eight years ago. Yeah. So I never saw it growing up. Um, and I think, you know, I liked it. It was all right. But I also, it's kind of like how we were with Speed. Like I, I saw it so late in the uh, game. Yeah. You know so what I mean? So it's kind of kind of past the point of when you would be, yeah, like, like where, where it would like not hold up as it's well. A, yeah, it's a little bit dated. But it's not even that it's dated that's really the issue. It's mm-hmm. more that sort of action movie had its time and place and it's not really now so it doesn't it's not even like i don't want to say it doesn't hold up i think for people who love it it does it's not like it yeah it's not like it is necessarily dated in a lot of ways but it just doesn't it doesn't resonate the same Mm. i only like it because of that yippee kaye motherfucker line that's that's why (laughs) that's that's the only reason i like it oh that and um alan rickman (sighs) fucking alan rickman r.i.p um, if you were a career criminal, mm. where would you retire? Because when he was like, I'm going to go to Miami, I was like, fuck that. I don't want to go to fucking Miami. <laughs> right? It's sweaty down there. It's full of bugs and alligators. So I have this dream of building like an animal sanctuary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and I was thinking it has to be somewhere with a lot of space. 
So I was thinking sort of like maybe the Dakotas somewhere okay. there um, where I can have a lot of land. And I'm talking primarily exotic animals who were mm-hmm. into the exotic animal trade and then of course mm-hmm. abandoned because lo and behold they turned out to be fucking wild right. animals dipshits yeah. you bought a tiger cub and now you have a full right. tiger and you can't take care of it right so i think especially if i were a, a career criminal who all of a sudden had millions of dollars mm-hmm. wouldn't it be great you know i would have right. the money to set this up so i think how are you gonna launder all that money Lindsay, to pour it into a nonprofit like that um well i'm gonna have to find some other people who are more experienced at that than I am and let them help me out exactly which is why you've been watching Narcos I've been watching a lot of Narcos so that you can kind of figure out how to play that game correct who do I connect with yes got it um yes I'm trying to figure it out his name is Manuel Narcos (laughs) (laughs) you're such an idiot Anyway, uh, so yeah, animal sanctuary—that's a nice idea. It is now. If I am a criminal who has become so jaded that I no longer care about animals or doing any kind of good, and it's just all about me, mm-hmm. I feel like I got to go to Thailand. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, because it is really fucking great there. It's amazing and cheap, which I guess wouldn't matter if I had a ton of money, mm-hmm. but it would free me up. Your to, money would go farther to travel yeah. more as well. Yeah. So yeah. Honestly, for me, I would just go anywhere but Miami. <laughs> just, <laughs> just not just, Miami. Like, you just made your nut for the year, and your answer is Miami. But he's kind of trashy, so it, it tracks. Yeah, yeah, it fits, it fits. It definitely tracks. Um, do you think you could crack a safe? I think I could do anything. Do I? <laughs> I think the real question is, do I have uh, realistic expectations of myself (laughs) and i would say probably not but yeah i mean give me like a stethoscope you just have to like hear the gears turning and shit right i am fascinated by that that you would be able to hear everything clicking in place to know okay boom 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 um yeah all of it fascinates me but i watching him work on that last safe uh oh and when he starts maybe that was what i was thinking of when he starts beating the shit out of it yeah that's exactly what i would do because it's exactly what i have done to things before (laughs) i have broken so many things in my life because they're just open because they just haven't opened how i want them to (laughs) i am the person you just take the fortune cookie and just like smash it (laughs) (laughs) if i need to i cannot smash it against your forehead express to you how many like plastic boxes and like cardboard boxes i get it doesn't take much like, it doesn't take any effort at all to just grab the scissors mm-hmm. and cut the tape off. Right. But I'm like... Just rip that fucker over. Yeah. I'm, every time it's a battle and the box is the enemy. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. You're not going to win. I'm going to get in one way or another. And then yes. I just end up ripping the shit out of it. Yes. Um, I think, I think that was it. Yeah. I was curious about the career criminal thing. And I was curious if you could crack a safe, which I'm fascinated by the safe cracking, but I don't think I would be very good at it. Like I kept thinking, but have you ever tried? No, I haven't. I keep thinking back to that escape room that we did. And I was absolutely not helpful at all. I feel like in the escape, in any, I've been in like two or three and I'm never good at any of the shit. Cause I lose patience so quick with any kind of puzzle or whatever. And so in... in the I don't one, even remember how... I know we got out of there. We did, but I think it was because Alex was sitting there like... He was really focused. What you got to do is you got to have people... You got to have a plan. You got to go mm. in and you got to say, like, okay, you work on this puzzle and you work on this puzzle and you work on this puzzle. And I think in that one in particular, there was a door. 
that was locked with a padlock or something was locked with a padlock and it was like a four number yeah um key. that sounds familiar yeah. and so somebody was sitting there just like flipping through all the co- the combinations the entire time and i think it might have been alex but yeah that that kind of stuff i'm just not i'm just not good at i'm not good at organizing for it uh, yeah I, I can be patient with things that i'm interested in but once i get frustrated it's yeah f- fuck all yeah um puzzles man fucking puzzles like a lot of people have been doing just like puzzles like you do at your dining table or whatever like you like know watch a movie, put a, i've never been a person who's i haven't put together mm. a puzzle since i was a kid and it was like the little pegboard puzzle with like the handles <laughs> like i just am not my grandma used to do jigsaw Ugh. puzzles all the time every time we would go over to her house she would have a new one sitting out on the like we never ate over there at the dining room mm. table ever except Maybe there might have been a couple of really special occasions, but she would always have like a new jigsaw puzzle. And it was always the really intricate ones that would take forever. I think that people have methods for how to solve them. And I just, I know that I would just get the four corner pieces and and be like, I'm done. I'm good. (laughs) Uh, Way to see it through to the end, Leah. I did. I do have a book of crosswords that I've been doing and I feel like, I feel like I'm, I mean, I I like puzzles, but I usually go through kind of phases with them. And then, I'm like, I went through a huge Sudoku phase a Mm -hmm. few years ago. Yeah, I've never solved one of those in my fucking life. I I loved it. I was great at it. It was so much fun. It took up a huge chunk of my time because I got really... Because that's me. I get obsessive also. But now, I don't remember how to play even. I don't even know. You gave me a Sudoku, one, and said, Leah, you have to solve this in 24 hours or I'm going to shoot you in the face. You'd be shooting me in the face in 24 hours. Like, <laughs> just, I would just be like, shoot me now. Because yeah. I, I give up. <laughs> it's not that I can't do... I just... I'm just not... Words I can... Like, words and clues and things I can figure I like Jeopardy. Yeah. I like... I would watch Wheel of Fortune, but... I like... Not that Sudoku is this, but I do like spatial stuff, too. I, I feel like oh, I have okay. a good understanding okay. of how things kind of... You know, in terms of, like, a, a Tetris kind of thing, right, too. Sure. You know, yeah. The actual... Or puzzles, jigsaw puzzles. Not mm-hmm. that I ever do any. I have cats. I don't even know how you possibly could do right, a jigsaw with a puzzle cat. with cats. I right saw off. a thing online the other day. It, you do your puzzle on it, and then when it's it's half done, you roll it up. Oh. And then you want to roll it back out. Interesting. I know. I was like, that's pretty cool. Because yeah. in my life, it's always, like, you have a card table, yeah right like i don't even know where i would put i don't have a table in my house i have the kitchen island but i don't have so you would have to like do it on the floor which you're no oh yeah good luck right as soon as i'm on the floor i'm getting (laughs) stepped on by the dog and the cats yeah i guess i did have one last question yeah so say you are a career criminal let's say it let's pretend would you be able to kill your partner in crime i mean it depends on who my partner is it's willie you would kill Willie. Willie fucked up, man. Willie's on my shit list. The moment that he pissed himself with a kid on his lap, Willie's on my shit list. Huh? Because look, I can't play Santa. I'm not going to get hired to play Santa. And we're not going to get in to this place, to these malls. If we don't have a legit If we don't have a Santa. Santa. And you can't just recruit a, so, somebody who can break into safes. Like I can't just, you know, go to college campuses and put out a flyer with like the take the number thing you know can you play santa claus and crack safes are mm-hmm. you available from december 15th to january 1st mm-hmm. every year like how am i supposed to find somebody else and it's so stupid like get some help you have all of this money just take a little bit of that money and go into rehab go get clean and you know what i don't even give a flying fuck what you do up until november get yourself into rehab in november 
stay clean through January. Yeah, and then get get back off the way. do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And if you can't keep that shit together, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You fuck with my business. Real talk, I don't think, maybe, maybe yeah, he did say, Willie, you're getting worse and worse. I think he was always pretty bad, though, probably. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe that would be on me for recruiting the wrong guy. I don't know. Seems like he was pretty good at cracking safes. But, yeah. He cracked that one at the end that he said that yeah. that other guy never opened, so. That's right. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I, I think I just wanted to know, I guess, <laughs> you have all these questions every time. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's your favorite part? Oh, but yeah. I am curious because it's a comedy too. Like what, what was the funniest? I think the funniest stuff was anything with the kid. But the scene where the kid climbs into bed with him with the advent calendar was really heartwarming, but also really funny. Um, really, again, the tostadas. I'm putting that in quotes. Tosas, yeah. Was really hilarious. Um, yeah, I think that was my favorite. I liked the end. I really liked the end where he... And I kind of like that it was just a voiceover, too. So the last time you see Willie, it's him filled full of bullets yeah. on the front stoop with the, the elephant. I don't know how he... Let's be real, too. His blood was thin. <laughs> like, he was 70% alcohol. Yeah. So I don't know how he survived that. Yeah. So I thought that that was really great. It... Yeah, it, it was, and honestly, like, I think I probably would have laughed harder at some of the more really awful shit if I'd have seen this maybe when it was first released. Yeah. Um, Because I do feel like I'm just kind of hardened by all the shit that I've seen at this point that I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up, but I don't, I'm not like hyster- in hysterics about it because I've seen some pretty awful shit. Like, I've seen some comedies where people have done some really awful shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it... I wouldn't say that it hasn't aged well, necessarily. But I do think that there was a slice of time where this kind of movie was perfect. Mm-hmm. And at least for those of us who have that kind of sensibility. Yeah. And it, it's not now. Like, right. now it's just... It, yeah. Humor has changed. Right. You know? the, the internet changed things for sure, too, I think. Um fucking internet and this was what 2003 so i mean it it wasn't certainly wasn't it it wasn't what it is now and the other thing i'll say too is i think billy bob thornton was phenomenal the kid was phenomenal i everything everybody i feel like the casting was really good oh yeah Um, yeah so i would recommend it to people if they haven't seen it yeah i think it's still i'm when i say it's maybe not for this particular zeitgeist it's still good. It's mm-hmm. still yeah. fun and funny and yeah. different. I do think it's very For different. like a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a little bit of heart in it, you know. Mm-hmm. There yeah. does, yes. Which, if you have, you can't have a Christmas movie without some heart. Sure. Like, I'm trying to think if there's any Christmas movie that I, that there, I don't know, anymore I'm watching the dumb, like, Lifetime Hallmark Netflix bullshit. Oh, are you? Like, I saw, like, last year I watched A Christmas Switch, then I watched the sequel to A Christmas Switch. Is that like the princess thing? Uh, yeah. Is that what it is? It's Princess Switch. Yeah, it's is the it? one with uh Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, I um, watched. And any it's of real. This. It's real dumb. Yeah, they look dumb. Like the night <laughs> the, there, she was in like like the night before Christmas, I think one where the guy's like a knight. The night before with Seth Rogen. Oh, is, that's great. Is a lot of fun. That's really cute. I yeah. do enjoy that. Um, and they work some Judaism in there too. Yeah. He's walking around with a menorah sweater. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's good. That's stuff. a fun one. So. All right. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't say this is my favorite Christmas movie, obviously, Elf. Mm-hmm. But I, I would definitely put it in the top ten, maybe top five, because I'm trying to think of how many Christmas movies there are yeah, out there. right. A lot. There yeah. are a fucking lot. Yeah, but it is enjoyable. So. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening, and have yourselves a merry fucking Christmas. The Movie Virgins. Hey, people. This is Leah wishing you a merry fucking Christmas. Fuck faces. I love you so much. The t-shirt the kid is wearing at the end of the movie says shit happens when you party naked. I've never partied naked, but now I have a goal for 2021. So excited. It's been a shit year and it ain't over yet, but I hope that you all have a wonderful holiday. Be safe, wear your masks, eat lots of shit food, and yeah, have fun. We, we will be having fun by ourselves in our own separate little houses. Yay. So yeah, um, I believe next week we have a surprise. I don't know. Maybe we have, maybe we don't. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, something new that's coming out that's uh, maybe an excitement, but maybe not an excitement. I don't know. I don't know how you would feel about it. So I'm just going to like leave it and not tell you what it is and, you know, wait and see. It'll be fun. It'll be like a little... What are we going to do? I don't know. What are we going to do? I don't know. So thank you all so much for listening. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. You know what I said before? I don't give a fuck what star you pick. Just pick a fucking star on Apple Podcasts. That would be wonderful. Um, that's it. That's all I've got to say. Again, happy holidays. Be safe. Wear your masks. And we'll see you next time. One last thing. The music in this episode was written and performed by Melissa Powers. Legends.